Welcome to Tailboard Talk, a fourth shift fitcast. The mission of Tailboard Talk and the fourth shift fitness is to educate and train fire service personnel to increase durability and decrease the potential for injuries and their associated costs. My name is Chris Morella, owner and founder of Fourth Shift Fitness. I'll use my experience as a personal trainer, strength coach, and 15-year veteran of the fire service to deliver tips, tricks, lessons, and information specifically geared towards the health and wellness of firefighters and paramedics. Each episode, you'll leave with immediate deliverables that will improve performance and resilience and keep you in the fight through your career and into retirement. Let's get into it. So, without having talked about this recently, okay. I'm going to guess your favorite pair of shoes you ever had to work out in. You got to, so I'm going to say it in the microphone, but you can't know what I'm saying. Okay. So you got to plug your ears and I'll shield my mouth. Ready? I'm plugging my ears? Yeah. Because then, wait, don't Because <laughs> then you're going to say what it is. I'm going to see if I'm right. Wait, say this again. I'm going to guess what your favorite pair of shoes you ever worked out in okay. was. I'm going to say it in here okay, without you knowing it. Okay. And then you're going to say what your favorite pair of shoes you ever worked on was. At the same time or after? No, afterwards. Okay. Okay, so cover your cover ears. Cover my ears, all right. Yeah, the pair of... Are you listening? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a pair of Pumas when he was a CrossFitter. That's what he's going to talk about. They were like 10, 20 years ago. Okay. What was your favorite pair of shoes you ever worked out in? Nike finger traps. What is that? <laughs> the uh, the the old trainers with the uh, the interlaced sides on them. Oh, the woven sides. Mm-hmm. Think back further. Further. Your absolute favorite pair of shoes ever. Are we going back to CrossFit days? Yeah. Is it the Pumas? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I still got a pair of like, like three that pairs of them. Yeah. <laughs> the Pumas. The Pumas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did you like about the Pumas? Great CrossFit shoe, you said. Yeah. Uh, you it's know, such a it, weird pick, a Puma shoe. Yeah. It was, uh, well, you know, at that time, the, the whole flat bottom shoe was somewhat minimalist stuff was in style, but yeah. it was still a bit of an athletic shoe because it had to be somewhat soccer related too. Um, so I think it was that. It was a, a cheaper shoe that had a flat bottom with no like air pockets or anything in them. Yeah. And, uh, but still had enough, uh, durability to it. And it was like a, that wasn't really a cross trainer. Was no, it? Like, no, I was very much a probably like a, yeah, I don't know if I'd even call it an indoor soccer shoe, but it was, I don't know, Puma's version of a skate shoe almost. Okay. It was like the old school looking new balance ones, right? Yeah. But like a little more streamlined, not as like. Yeah, wide. Like, I think like a little bit more narrow, round, like bubbly, like a like a hybrid between like the Adidas Sambas and the New Balance old man shoe. Yeah, like you combine them together. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> sounds I like would the, never wear the them. perfect shoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot about the Nike finger trap ones. Mm-hmm. You did chase those for a while. Yeah, I wish they still made those. I'd order them today. Why do they stop making shoes like that? I like, don't know. You know, I've they gotten do well. to the point where I. If I get a shoe and I like it, I order another one right away to have yeah. for six months when I need them. Yeah. I was looking for shoes the other day. I, same thing. It's like, I just want, I feel like there should be a $60 trainer <laughs> that's black that you can just 
get off Zappos. And it's like, no, you can't find that anywhere. Oh, no. Anything. Well, it's blown up, right? Right. Like CrossFit blew it up and they have their like really expensive nanos and whatever else, right? Or Metcons now. And then it blew up everything else too. Right. Um, Except for the pinnacle of athletic training and footwear. (laughs) The Under Armour shoes. Fans. (laughs) Yeah. Under, so Under Armour is my favorite brand because they have more consistently had low heels mm-hmm. and cheaper shoes yeah. than any other company. Like they have so many freaking models of shoes mm-hmm. that you can go on Amazon and look for like a weird off. I think I got one. off of Under Armour one time because they had, are they the one that made like the Zig, Zag foot shoe? Reebok did that. Uh, I think there's another The Zig Tech? Maybe it was Reebok, yeah. Okay. Or, I thought Under Armour had a stupid shoe that I'm like, no, nah, I'm not buying Under Armour anything for a little bit. <laughs> Every, there are some phenomenally ugly shoes out now. Yeah. Like, I don't know what is going on mm-hmm. with some of these shoes. The big old Dino Stomper ones and like, yeah. phenomenally ugly shoes. I like Under Armour. I don't know if I've ever had a favorite pair of shoes. My big gripe with shoes is that they're either good looking, like a good trainer looking shoe, mm-hmm. but three quarters of the sole is like that foam yeah. and they have a little bit of rubber on the heel and a little bit of rubber on the toe mm-hmm. and that's it. Right. Or it's like a casual shoe, like those Adidas, like whatever mm-hmm. they're all knit all around and yeah. they have rubber throughout the entire sole mm-hmm. or you pay $180 for both. Right. Which I'm not that high performance anymore. Yeah. I can deal with a little foam on the bottom of my shoe. Yep. <laughs> not running in the rain, <laughs> but uh, frustrating. Have you, have you ever bought an expensive pair of shoes to work out in? No. I mean, I think that uh, even when I had a pair of Olympic lifting shoes, they were a rogue, like the cheapest rogue pair. But I, I would say like getting to 80 to $90 is probably my top end yeah. that I've spent on something. But most of the time I'm somewhere between like 45 and 75 on whatever I get. I've gotten less picky too. Um, yeah. Like... I'm far, you know what feels really good? Like running shoes. Mm-hmm. Like they feel really good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm not lifting necessarily maximal weights anymore. Right. So a little bit of squish and a little bit of instability isn't a big deal. Yeah. I've gone to, um, so I used to have training shoes and they were at the gym. Mm. And that, that was all they were for was training. And now I just have shoes. And they're <laughs> the shoes that I work out in are the same ones that I take dog out for a walk in. And yeah. so I want them to just be comfortable. So I'm a little less um, choosy when it comes to those because I know I'm going through them a lot faster. Yeah. How I understand people that get locked into having training shoes still. Mm-hmm. How important do you think it really is, though? Like, so the difference between the shoes that we liked with a relatively flat, kind of zero dropish, but not not quite clownchy looking, compared to like um, spending two hundred dollars on a pair of Metcons. Yeah. Like how much are we talking difference making here? Not a lot. I don't think so. No. I think um, unless you're a specialist, you don't need a special shoe. And I think the bigger problem is people hang on to shoes too long. So you've got this nine month old, you know, beat up shoe and just spend the $60 and get a new pair of shoes sooner. You know, um, I think those are, those are kind of, but in terms of like your, your shoe, unless you're a specialist is not changing much in your workouts i mean i'd go so far as to say it's it's potentially damaging um especially when i'm just thinking about running mm-hmm. and a lot of workouts especially a lot of crossfit workouts have like a middle distance run in them mm-hmm. of a mile 
or like half a mile. Yeah. And that's just long enough to jack yourself up with mm-hmm. the wrong shoe. Yeah. And at that point, it's really a balance of like, are you doing this to be a good runner? Or are you doing it to get through the workout as right. fast as you can? And if I'm going for completion of a workout, I'm going like running shoe and more cushion all day long yeah. because I'm not a technical runner. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to be jammed up, smacking my heel on the ground and having knee pain yeah. because I want to feel zero difference when I'm doing a poorly performed hang power clean <laughs> 35 right. times. I remember in some of the games, people would run in their Olympic lifting shoes. Really? Yeah. And I would, I would think that would be the opposite. I would rather, I would rather, I feel like a normal pair of shoes would have less impact on my Olympic lifting than Olympic lifting shoes would have on my running. Yeah. So I would go for the opposite and say that, you know what, maybe I, one rep is going to suffer a little more because of my Nike trainers, but Running is not going to be like I'm wearing horseshoes, you know, <laughs> a donkey clip clopping down the cobblestone trail. Yeah. Um, I remember, I just thought about it now when you're saying it, they used to sell inserts too that you could put into like a more, a, a trainer shoe mm-hmm. that was like a platform in there, like a hard heel orthotic mm. that was like a three quarter orthotic kind of thing. Yeah. So you had a hard platform to push off of mm. inside the shoe, but you're still at the mercy of the inch of foam underneath it. Right. I think I got on this topic because um, there's obviously, I think there's a, a good push now for like a wider shoe, like yeah. a more anatomically forgiving shoe. Are, before we, are we both in agreement that the toe shoes are just stupid? Toe shoes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to think if I ever had a pair before I go too far off the deep end. I have toe socks. Do you? I have toe socks because I can't remember why. Hmm. Why did I get toe socks? toe shoes, I guess. They might have been. I can't remember if I ever had. I don't a pair think of them. you ever had toe shoes. Why would I get toe socks? I don't know. Clarence, Clarence at TJ Maxx. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I sought them out. I don't remember why I got them. <laughs> it wasn't to wear sandals with them. I don't know why I got them. <laughs> I still have them. Maybe I, maybe I'll put them on and it'll come back to me. Yeah. Like I should. I'll <laughs> pop into toe shoe now mode. What's next? <laughs> um, I don't even like shoes that have the appearance of toes on the outside. Like it's a regular yeah. shoe, but mm-hmm. they're scalloped on the front to look like toes. Right. Equally as dumb looking to me. Mm-hmm. I wish that like Merrell's and other um, like quote unquote barefoot shoes didn't look so weird. Because mm-hmm. I like the the zero drop and like the barefoot thing right. for walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, but God, they just look goofy. Yeah. You look like you need to be out backpacking and yeah, <laughs> you know, they're just especially i mean it's the suburban dad outfit of like those in cargo shorts and right, like yeah. a polo you know <laughs> like how fit you're gonna wear your 200 dollars nike running shoes with right. your cargo shorts yeah or your pleated shorts <laughs> um yeah toe shoes are dumb i i mean i never got a pair of olympic shoes i always go back to raf and we would get all hung up on when we go down and train with them like these are the shoes for the gym and these are the shoes for going out and and hanging out in tampa and blah 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 mm-hmm. And he'd be wearing jeans and a pair of trail running shoes right. and doing these phenomenal feats of strength in front of us mm-hmm. and then swimming 10 right. minutes later in the same outfit. Yeah. And I'm like, how much does this really matter? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I always go back to, but what was I saying? Oh, I think there's a good movement for the wide toe box and more anatomically forgiving shoe. But the whole fixation on shoes, I think people can take a step back from it and maybe just be okay with just wearing regular ass shoes to do the workouts in. Yeah. So, and it's, it's gone away, but 
I liken it to the same thing as like the low carb zealots now, like the keto bros. It's like there was a time when the toe shoes were were being told to the common person that these will fix your running. You have to run yeah. in good form in these shoes. It makes you, and that's not the case. And I think that was a bag of, you know, dirt that someone was sold, yeah. you know, um, certainly not the case. And that's talking about what you said before that could make things way worse. You know, if you don't have good running form and now you've taken your safety factor out and now you're just <laughs> striking in these stupid toe <laughs> shoes over and over again. Yeah. Um, like I said, I do think that that's faded away, but they definitely will not fix your running form if if that's what what someone's been telling you. No, and especially not acutely. Like I remember talking to to Joe Galley, and he would say that it would take like multiple seasons for a good runner to adjust their stride right to a sustainable pace. Right, mm-hmm. anybody can change it for a five k and like run on their toes for a five k and be right. blown out the next day with no calves and no mm-hmm. hamstrings. But Joe was saying, yeah, if you want to change your anything, your swimming stroke or your running cadence or anything like that, mm-hmm. like two seasons is realistic. Right. And then it's going to be uncomfortable. You'll still feel like you're running on the moon for a right. little bit. And then it'll get good. So, yeah, to put a pair of shoes on for anything, really, Olympic lifting, running, anything specialized like that and expect immediate results with no reper- repercussions mm-hmm. is just not realistic. Right. Um, the other thing I go to specifically for our job is – if we're so hung up on deadlifting or doing whatever in specific shoes, then we put on boots mm-hmm. to go lift people. Right. Like you're dealing with far more cushion potentially. Right. Uh, limited ankle mobility, depending on what kind of boots you have. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to set up in a, a perfect position with your feet parallel or torn, whatever. Right. Um, so we practice in these like ideal conditions. And then we go out in the real world where we're stepping on like shag carpet with with cat crap on it right. and then picking people up with a Samson yeah. strap, you know, like how much do your shoes make a difference there? Mm-hmm. I tend to lean towards more of the GPP kind of idea of like train with some kind of goofy variables in there as safe as you can. Right. And then when you encounter those things, you're more used to it. Yeah. Um, I think I send it to now to the specialist thing and this popped in my head while I was talking. I know I sent it to you and Raph, but that Chloe Brennan girl who was in the rogue, um, strongman like the the record breakers area she's like 140 pounds and lifted 700 pounds oh, in the Diddy yeah, stones remember yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. so i watched that i watched the rogue thing and it was it was shocking how many strongmen were wearing like noble shoes mm-hmm. first of all their feet are elephant feet mm-hmm. right and then noble shoes are fine but they're not it's like structured right and you could see their heels like birthing out of the heels of these shoes (laughs) like as they're lifting thousand pounds you know or like running with a keg or something like that they show their feet and they're like just crushing the outsides of these shoes like rolling out of them now this chloe brennan got up there and she was wearing like they look like timberlands almost Mm -hmm. and i was like that's the smartest thing ever because she's short she was like 140 pounds and five foot something Mm -hmm. and she's got these two boulders with chains and handles attached like first of all she's taller than Mm-hmm. Right. She gets, uh, she's already close to her lockout, which is where she has the most power. Mm-hmm. And then she has these raised heel shoes that aren't going to compress worth anything. Right. And she, all of her power is going to be going in this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was like, that was really, that was cool to see someone who actually paid attention to that. Not that they're not extreme technicians in what they're doing. And then I saw a thing afterwards and they're like, where can I buy a pair of your 
boots because those were awesome. She was like, oh, they're just regular hiking shoes I bought. Yeah. But I'm too short to lift the stone, so I just lift them. It just happened to be what I wear that right. day. Mm-hmm. I was like, what an awesome yeah. <laughs> coincidental but on purpose setup uh-huh. to watch this 140-pound, five-foot-nothing chick lift 100, uh, 700 pounds. Mm-hmm. And there were much bigger girls there, but they were taller. And they were wearing, not that it matters for this, but softer shoes. Mm-hmm. And they had a much longer lift to get these things off. So even when their stones were floating an inch off the ground or half an inch off the ground, they were still in like a half squat. Right. And she was like standing as tall as she could. Yeah. And it just, it just made me think of um, if you're a specialist and you have a very specific purpose, maybe it's appropriate, right? Right. For us Jamokes that need to lift in the real world, yeah. nah. No. Like my worn down Under Armour boots with that right. look like a 45 degree wedge because I scuffed my heels when I walk on the grit floor yeah. are what I'm lifting in mm-hmm. for to save my back during my career, not right. my, my regular shoes. So, Yeah, and I know that... <clears throat> And there's a big push, obviously. It's kind of died a little bit, but there was, um, I can't remember the foot lady that we saw perform better, but, um, you know, big push for barefoot training and, you know, having your foot be as functional as it needs to be. But um, I kind of liken that to supplements. Like, you know, that's that's like the last 3%, you know? It's not the 97% of the time, you know? And if I can, I've certainly witnessed way more events of not having shoes on being a bigger problem yeah for the workout than having shoes on you know and by all means if you're a power athlete or a change of direction athlete put wear some shoes like while you work out it's just <laughs> it's just so stupid not to if you're doing anything cutting or anything moving side to side put, put shoes on you know even just running straight line forward yeah it's you're an athlete you're going to be working your, your job is going to be in those shoes like train yeah. with your shoes on like barefoot's right. not it's not the way to go I'd even give, uh, man, I had a thought pop in my head during the first part of that, and now it left because I thought you were going, I thought you were going to attack Vans with the power athlete thing. No. <laughs> I thought you were going down the van route, and so I abandoned every thought yeah. in my head. But here we go, another <laughs> stupid shoe. <laughs> it's so stupid. I mean, I love Vans, and they're cool, but, like, God, it's not the best workout shoe. Like, I mean, the shoe itself, here. when you walk in it, tries to, it's so inflexible that it, it pulls away from itself, like mm-hmm. where your toe flexes. Yeah. Like it gaps out and tries to rip itself in half right. because it's not meant to move. Right. Not to mention, they're like four and a half pounds mm-hmm. per shoe. Yeah. And uh, how is that athletic at all? There's nothing more unathletic than watching <laughs> the Vans <laughs> enthusiasts do something athletic in Vans. It's just, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're running with... with uh, Herman Munster feet. Because like <laughs> that's what they are. Yep. They're platforms. I feel like they should be like raised up with goldfish in the heels right. because that's yeah. how you look like when you're running. Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, the barefoot thing. Now, I will say that for specific instruction on like deadlifting and squatting, a very focused, um, coached session barefoot can help you plant your foot correctly. Mm-hmm. rotate your shins if needed, build an arch, all that stuff. Teach right. you how to field the ground with your foot, and then right. you can translate that to your shoes if mm-hmm. needed, right? I was thinking I do a lot of stuff barefoot in my basement gym, but I also double down because uh, I have that, it's almost half-inch thick foam padding on the ground. Yeah. So I'm wearing shoes even though I'm not wearing shoes. Right. And then I do an extra little giggle to myself because I'll put on my shoes, my Under Armour or whatever training shoes, Mm-hmm on that floor and then do heavy deadlifts and yeah. then myself I'm giggling like 
double padding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still doing it. Yeah. You know? And it's not heavy. I'm not strong, but right. it feels good to, work, to be on double padding and just like middle finger to the yeah. <laughs> to everybody that thinks you have to have yep. ideal conditions on barefoot yeah. with granite below you to, to right. do a good lift. Um, and I'm the same. I mean, I'm barefoot a lot. And, and here, when I work out here in the living room, obviously, I'm not putting shoes on for that. But, yeah. you know, it's not, I'm not seeking out uh, needing to be barefoot. It's just as a product of the environment that I'm in. Yeah. You know, and I totally agree with you with like the focus sessions, but I think that just marries up with what I said about it being like the last 3%. Like, it's not fixing you not knowing how to deadlift, right. but it might be the last 3% to get you from. 300 to 320 you know yeah yeah it's a it's valuable um in small doses but when the workout starts put your shoes on that's all now i say that knowing that i'm gonna work out in the backyard with no shoes on a couple times in the summer Mm -hmm. grass is pretty unstable yeah we'll count that as shoes (laughs) (laughs) i'm also not running like pro short shuttles with no shoes on i'd rather i'd rather have an athlete and we did this a few times last year wear shoes on grass and risk slipping and make them pay attention to their cuts mm-hmm. than take off their shoes and dig in with no shoes on, even in a grass field. Right. And that's just me. It's robbing a little bit of the top end speed and it's robbing the aggressiveness. You can go in a change of direction, but it's building their awareness of what they're doing and a little bit of, a little bit of body position awareness in there of like, mm-hmm. you're going to slip out if you go into this corner too hard. So pay right. attention, De- learn how to decelerate, yeah. plant in a corner and get out of it mm-hmm. rather than just head down, jamming the corners and, right. and having muddy ankles, mm-hmm. you know, and broken toes. Yeah. <laughs> were you at, uh, were you at power athlete when we went to John Wellborn's house? No. Must've been with Luke for that one. Yeah. So yeah. this was a big footwear thing. So this is where all the Vans bros got screwed. Cause, so we went to John Wellborn's house and we did a workout out on the, the concrete pad, but it had rained or snowed. I think it snowed. It snowed in Austin that time. And uh, so it was wet. And so, and then they had us doing change of direction stuff on wet yeah. concrete and people in Vans. And so there's people who can't change direction at all on shuttles who haven't learned how to do it. So then they're trying to go a hundred miles an hour, stop on a dime and go the other way to, yeah. to impress all the folks there, you know? And, uh, so that's not working. Uh, then, so there were two groups. There's one outside and one inside. And all of a sudden we're on the inside and all of a sudden, like some guys getting carried in. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so he blew his Achilles out Oh, and, uh, but, uh, but yeah, sorry, it's just my little Vans thing there. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know, but it, it, I'm just thinking now, like, so imagine yourself barefoot doing a lateral skip, uh, crossing over yeah. even, right? Now imagine you in your Nike finger traps doing a lateral skip, crossing over even, right? Mm-hmm. And now imagine you in Vans doing a lateral skip. Yeah. It just feels terrible just yeah. thinking about it. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to catch my shin with a sharp corner of a van. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. And I won't be able to get these things out yeah. of the way. It's, it's like ballerina feet, you know, your toes don't flex when you come up <laughs> into your skip, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. Just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Just our opinions. <laughs> We're educated on the subject. I've walked before. I know what I'm talking about. Um, I've changed direction. You don't need to get the, uh, <clears throat> what were they selling? Like the, um, 
the sea rocks for your shower or something like that. I actually did want to get those. <laughs> okay. So that was a Sioux Falsoni thing. Sioux Fal- yeah. And right. I dig on yeah. Sioux Falsoni, right? <laughs> and I actually almost got those for Katie because she always complains about back pain when she stands. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I wonder if that little bit of afferent feedback would would uh, help out, you know? Mm-hmm. And I almost... Almost built one, obviously. Yeah, of course. And then uh, so I'm like, I'm not buying $80, $80 bumpy tiles. Yeah. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> I almost threw marbles in my shoe just for fun, you know? Um, so I do think I, there might be a little more to that, but I'm not going to work out on them. Correct. I'm yeah. not doing skips on them. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. If you're doing line. it because it feels good, then I'll go with it. That would be the, that would be the focused session okay. of uh, pressure in the feet, making you pay attention yeah. to where your body is and protecting your back a little bit, but that's not going to be my, uh, I'm not going to consider that my baseline for my change of direction right. to go in and out of, or my plyo box. Yeah. I'm doing 45 <laughs> box jumps, different discussion. Anything else before we're, <laughs> I think you got it. All right. <laughs> well, if you guys hate Vans too, go over to the website and hit the buy me a coffee button. You can buy us uh, some coffee, but we'll talk more junk about Vans, about Vans, not power athlete. And not the people who yeah. do it, but about vans. But if you skate, then vans are cool. But Yeah. But only if you're under 22. <laughs> or 20 <hot. laughs> or, Yeah. You're making millions of dollars from other people wearing your shoe. <laughs> go for it. Uh, so go do the Buy Me a Coffee button. We'll be back soon talking about more stuff. Talk to you guys soon. Be a force shifter.